everyone, it's Adam from Roof Report 24 with my second episode of The Biz, my new weekly podcast that looks to have a deep dive into the footballing world. And today I'm really honoured and privileged to have Georg, known in England as George, the Kritzky with us. George, to our friends. Uh, how you doing, mate? I'm oh, very well. Thank you very much, Adam. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Uh, it's great to have you here. Well, before we get started, just want to do a quick shout out to Stell at Shoot the Defence. Stell, thank you so much for all the hard work you do behind the scenes, bringing the podcast to the wider world. I wouldn't be able to do it without you. But, George, you're the star of the show. Now, you're, you, you, you grew up in Estonia. You now live in England. What's, what was your footballing story? How did you get started in Estonia and, you know, just take a few minutes, share with the people how you got to where you are today. Sure, sure, Adam. Um, thanks for the uh, opportunity. Um, well, I've graduated through the uh, Tallinn Football School uh, Academy. Uh, so that was a really uh, good team. Uh, we won a lot of things. Uh, um, it, it was great experience. Um, I love football, uh, but I never thought I was going to sort of make it. Uh, but I did want to stay in the industry. So at the age of 16, uh, I became a referee as well and um, uh, step, had to step down a couple of leagues just to make sure I can play and referee at the same time. Mm -hmm. So uh, most of the time uh, I would referee a game and then uh, play a match straight after at the same stadium. I would request... Uh, those matches to, to be uh, at the same place from the football oh. station. Yeah, so it's uh, I absolutely loved it. Sometimes I, I would have three uh, games uh, in a row playing or uh, playing one and then referring to. Uh, it was absolutely amazing. Um, overall, it was, uh, I think, uh, just over 250 matches uh, uh, in just under three years. Uh, so I was jumping those badges uh, very, very quickly and things were going really well. Um, playing uh, in the third league, uh, I think second league as well at the time, if I remember correctly now. So fully enjoyed that experience. I was, it was all about football. Um, I was doing what I love on both fronts. Uh, um, so uh, from there on, I moved to the UK. Uh, here, um, I started studying, uh, got a degree at Cambridge University, um, that was Anglia Ruskin University. The uh, uh, degree was in sports management. Uh, <laughs> my first coaching qualification here, uh, FA level one at the time. Uh, then um, I've done level, uh, FA level two as well uh, in, the, in the UK. So at the moment, I'm managing the under 11 uh, boys team in, uh, in Ipswich. Uh, mm -hmm. Great bunch of kids, loving it. Uh, oh, brilliant! Completely. So, um, in a, in probably a couple of weeks, I'll get to hear my results from the um, SBI uh, Barcelona Sports um, Business Institute. Uh, so, I should uh, get my master's degree in uh, football business management as well. Um, looking forward to that. It was a great experience. Uh, very honored to have studied there. Um, great place to be um, but um, always wanted to be uh, an agent and uh, got registered uh, about well about two years ago now 
didn't click for me straight away. Uh, but after about six months, I thought, no, I've got to do it. And uh, I've started networking. I've uh, signed up for many uh, courses. Mm -hmm. uh, I gave myself a good three years uh, to do a transfer, looking at other agents. It's not an industry where you uh, walk in and, and become a successful uh, person straight away. It, it takes time and a massive effort. So, um, um, but things escalated quickly. I've um, attended a few uh, agents meetings here in, um, in the UK, in London, went to Zurich, met Mina Raiola, Mandesh, uh, great lots to talk to, great agents as well, very different. Um, met other agents as well, which are at the time were more realistic to deal with. <laughs> and, um, uh, it, it sort of um, uh, started from their own, uh, from their own. Um, things escalated. Um, uh, and now I'm in a place where um, I look after the CE market for the company I work for, uh, mm -hmm. which is Central and Eastern European uh, market. It's exactly where I want to be. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and I'm absolutely sort of loving it, uh, to be honest, uh, talking to some biggest clubs in, uh, in Russia, offering them players, uh, other uh, clubs from the region as well, from Serbia, Croatia, Slovakia, Slovenia, um, just talking to some clubs there as well, having healthy discussions, uh, discussing players and uh, plans for the transfer um, summer transfer window so um loving it living the gym really oh that's good to hear i mean finally we're gonna have what should be a reasonably normal transfer window after the last 12 <laughs> months of craziness now it's it's funny for me like you said you're attracted to being an agent or an intermediary uh what was what was it that attracted you to that side of the industry first of all? I mean, it's it's not one that always gets a good press, shall we say? So I'm just curious what what it was on for you that attracted you. Sure, sure. Well, to be honest, I'm not too worried about the uh, bad press because you get bad apples everywhere. And you did um, quite right. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, uh, you are right in. The, Bad news sells, sells it, unfortunately, mm -hmm. and uh, everyone is talking about uh, bad experiences, but there's uh, more of a good experiences. Uh, uh, in, in the time that I've done, um, uh, I've served to this profession, I haven't met any uh, bad agents. Uh, I haven't met anyone who, who uh, would deliver uh, a bad service. Uh, maybe I'm picky like that. Maybe I've got a good sense of, of, of a person when I, when I talk to them, but I can assure you from my experience, it's um, mostly 99% of agents are absolutely fine, top lads, open to, um, to anything really, because you, you can't be uh, closed in, in, in this profession. So um, answering your question, what's, uh, what's attracted me? Well, like I said, I always want to be an agent. Um, probably because I've seen too many uh, uh, bad examples to start with where agents did bring uh, the players um, to certain countries and um, completed the transfer, but disappeared afterwards or never communicated with the person. 
And uh, I know some players that um, uh, were in such position and it is not a great place to be because here you can be from uh, Nigeria and end up somewhere uh, like Lithuania, for example. And uh, suddenly it's different culture, it's different mentality, it's uh, different people, you don't understand anybody. Uh, you, you're expected to perform, you're under pressure. And if there's no one to even talk to that you trust, i.e. probably agent would be your first point of contact in this mm -hmm. situation, you can easily end up in a very wrong place mentally. And uh, that was probably one of the reasons I, I want to do it. Um, other than the fact that I generally love the profession and uh, I think me being transparent, resilient, um, knowing football, why not? Um, exactly. Another reason, probably, or definitely, I would say, is that, um, as funny as it sounds, there's not too many agents that can um, uh, take a player out of regions like uh, Ukraine, Russia, mm -hmm. uh, take them to Europe. Um, don't know what the problem is, either it's, uh, it's the reputation, either, uh, or maybe people don't speak English. Uh, whatever the barrier is, the, the fact is that there's not too many people that can take um, those players uh, and represent them at a high level in, um, in Europe. And uh, I, I've seen this as an opportunity, uh, me speaking the language, uh, uh, living in England, uh, going to, uh, talking to some top uh, uh, agents here in uh, in the UK, players as well. Um, you, you know that feeling when uh, you know you can be good at something. So yeah. th this is exactly how I feel about uh, this profession, uh, and uh, and I love it because this is not the profession where uh, that you can do without passion and love. There's a lot of a lot of many professions you can come and do nine to five and walk away and you don't have to love this uh, job. In football, in being an agent, you will not survive because it's very uncertain job. You can go on without being paid for uh, months and months that can put mm -hmm. you um, under a lot of pressure. It's uncertain because you have to spend before you earn, you travel, uh, you fly to another country just for a handshake pretty much sometimes. So, um, uh, and things change all the time. Regulations change uh, country by country. It's different laws. Um, people change. You might have good contacts at one club, then uh, sporting director quits, and and you've got no one at the, uh, at the club. Uh, there's no stability really. Uh, not something you can fully rely on until you um, you are well established agent. Mm -hmm. When people come to you. Uh, asking for players uh, and things like that. But even then, you still have to improve. You still have to talk to uh, people uh, and educate yourself. So, um, yes. Um, so I've seen that as an opportunity. Um, and uh, I thought, why not? Why not me? Other people do it. Well, why can't I? So um, I've made a decision, got registered, uh, went through the courses, uh, uh, joined an agency now because I've seen that as an opportunity as well. And um, yeah, yeah, no, things are going well at the moment. Uh, I'm very happy. Good man, good man. It's funny you mentioned the courses there. Of course, well, there's a play on words, isn't it? Well, uh, 
we met on the course, didn't we? What going back about ten months ago on the on on the the scouting side of things. That's right. Yes. Um, no, uh, Jed, shout out for you there, my friend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what what processes have you had? Have you been through then over this? What is it now? What twelve months eight, since you've registered? What you you've been talking about education? What are the sort of courses that you've attended? What ones would you recommend to people listening to this who are thinking of following into the agency world? I've done pretty much, I think, uh, everything, to be honest. Uh, I've done um, uh, Viola's course. Uh, I've done ACES course uh, for scouting. I've done um, uh, the FA one. I've done the uh, JETs, obviously. Hi, JET. Thanks for that. Great course ever. <laughs> uh, so there's the recommendation there. Um, uh, for that reason, I went uh, to the um, SBI uh, Institute uh, to do a master's degree uh, in the, uh, football business management. That was amazing. And I know that their intermediary course is... Uh, um, at a very high standard. So if you're asking me for recommendations, I would definitely recommend SBI. Um, this is the Barcelona University, yeah? That's the one, yes, yes, yeah. that's correct. Um, so uh, there's a lot of scouting courses, like I say, agents courses. Uh, before I've done all of that, um, uh, uh, I sat down, to be honest, and uh, for myself, I looked at... Um, uh, at SWOT analysis and gap analysis. I've done that uh, on myself and um, thought, what, what is next for me? And uh, again, all the boxes uh, were ticked and uh, in, in the right place for me, which is um, being an agent. That, that was my path. And uh, I think I've, I've had enough at least to start um, uh, from in, in, a, in the industry. So um, uh, having a strategy, uh, I moved on and talking about the courses that uh, I've just uh, mentioned, uh, I've done all of those. But um, to be honest, all those courses and education, it's great, it's, it, it's a must. It's mm -hmm. great for networking, especially that uh, I can say for myself, I'm a, um, a self-starter. And uh, it was a really good uh, opportunity to start networking. But uh, there's nothing like a real life experience. And um, uh, sometimes if you sit down with, uh, with a knowledgeable agent, you can find out a lot of those things uh, somewhere in the pub having a, mm -hmm. a nice cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's, uh, you, you got to go out there and you got to do it with a certain degree of uh, preparation. Uh, I love sayings, uh, and uh, one of my favorite ones is, uh, luck is where uh, preparation meets opportunity. Uh, one of uh, Greek philosophers, I think Seneca that was uh, said it. And um, you can uh, substitute luck with um, success and uh, that will still uh, have a great meaning to it. So you got to be ready, you got to be educated because at the end of the day, you uh, you're going to take charge of someone's career. And this is a massive responsibility. You, you cannot make a mistake uh, there. So- um, you really can't. I say, it's, 
you surprised me there. You, you said like you can sit down with experienced agents and you know talk about talk about the industry. I've always thought the industry to be incredibly competitive. You know, everyone's trying to get in on everyone else's deals. Maybe it's a bit dull boyish of me to think that, but I mean, how competitive is it? I mean, is it is it like everyone supporting each other, or is there that kind of sinister uh, side? In an ideal world, it would be great if everyone supported each other, but then everyone would know the same thing. So yeah. <laughs> it won't be as interesting. I personally like a bit of a challenge. And um, answering your question, it, it, it's massively competitive. There's thousands of agents and uh, there's only one sporting director at Man United, let's say. So yeah. <laughs> everyone is trying to knock the, the right doors. And... Uh, um, talking about education and knowledge, you, you've got to be spot on, on on everything because you might get just only one shot at talking to a sporting director, technical director, CEO, president. And if you uh, didn't make a good impression, if you didn't say, tick the right boxes, didn't say the right things, you the chances are you're not going to get a second chance because uh, there was uh, thousands of agents before you and there's even more behind you. So your task is to present yourself as, as well as possible for, for the club to work with you and not with someone else. So it's uh, very, very, very competitive. And uh, uh, talking about the agent that you can sit down and have a chat with, well, again, it's down to networking because at some point you do end up with a, a circle of agents that you uh, respect, that respect mm -hmm. you, that you can have open line of communication with and uh, um, that's when you can have uh, a good healthy uh, relationships and open communications and uh, yes you can ask questions they'll tell uh, uh, they'll tell you their experiences and at the same time um, everyone's got something to share with and uh, I know even at this stage um, I'm relatively uh, young agent but I already uh, got a few stories to tell as well so uh, um, it's all about networking and uh, who you know, really. It's, I'm really happy you mentioned that word networking. It's episode two and I'm two for two with that that word. Do you think it's, you know, it's one of the fundamental skill sets that people wanting to enter the football in, industry need is that ability to network? I, I sometimes as a teacher sort of get frustrated that we don't teach this to teenagers going through high school, the importance of this, this ability to network? You are spot on 100% right, Adam. The uh, networking is, is vital. There sometimes uh, you don't have any connection to um, a particular club and you might uh, have a friend that's got nothing to do with football, but he's got a friend who's got a player at some club uh, that is uh, 2,000 kilometers uh, or more uh, away from where uh, you want to be. But that person knows someone who knows someone who knows someone. And uh, by the evening, you end up talking to um, a sporting director at, uh, at the club you wanted uh, uh, to, to find or locate. So it's, it's crazy sometimes. Sometimes within 10 minutes, you, you get contacts that you, you never thought you, you'll end up talking like. Some of the players uh, or coaches I'm talking to now, uh, 
tell me a year ago that I'll be talking to Premier League uh, managers or players, um, I'll probably be laughing because uh, it was uh, unreal. And don't get me wrong, I'm a very positive person. I, I believe everything is possible. But you watch those games on the telly, it, it's like a dream. It's, it's, uh, you never see those people. Mm-hmm. But then here you are, you, you talk to them. Uh, you know, after 10 minutes of research, you might have a conversation with a, a Brighton player, Man United player, Newcastle player, or, or some other top guys around the world, uh, wherever they are. Um, Definitely. So networking is absolutely vital. It's, you cannot do this profession uh, uh, without networking. It's not a job where you come nine, nine till five uh, by pressing a button or sending uh, same emails to, 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 to the same people. I say that that leads in nicely to where I wanted to, what I wanted to find out a bit more about, you know, you, you just said there it's not a nine to five job; it's a twenty four seven job. I mean, what what is your typical day like? I mean, when when do you start with the football work? When do you switch off? Do you ever switch off? You know, is is your phone on loud overnight to wake you up for messages? Well, uh, luckily enough, uh, at night I do switch off the sound um, oh, as dedicated and uh, passionate uh, that I am, but. Uh, health comes first and sleep comes first, but uh, it, it is 24 seven and there's never enough time in the day. And uh, before you go to sleep, you're just trying to final, finalize things. Uh, when you wake up, probably one of, fir- one of the first things uh, I do, uh, I go through my phone and uh, say hello to um, uh, some of the players, coaches, uh, CEOs, uh, it's a, it's a must. You, you always have to stay in touch, congratulate them on a, on a good win result, uh, any sort of news, promotion. Uh, it's never ending. And, and with this job, the more you do, the more you get. So you're always uh, sort of a step behind, if that makes sense. So you, you really have to have good time management and uh, uh, prioritize things uh, well. Um, it, it is all day, every day. There's no no stopping. Uh, it's, it is pretty relentless. It, it really is. Now, I'm, I, I just want to go off a tangent now for, for a second. I read somewhere that must have been back January, February time. Were you involved in a project down in Africa, in Ghana? Yes. Um, what was that about? Well, it, it was uh, sort of uh, my, my own project, to be honest. Um, and, uh, uh, this, uh, the reason this country was interesting is because they've, um, their youth teams, they, they've won the AFCON and the um, uh, WAFU uh, within six months' time. Uh, massive tournaments in, in Africa. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there's so much talent there, and um, I just thought, why not? Again, I like a bit of a challenge. I know it's uh, very difficult to bring uh, uh, African players uh, from the uh, uh, continent into Europe, but I, at the time, I just thought, I'll, I'll give it a go. Uh, at least uh, uh, at the end of it, I'll be able to say, I've been there, done that, I know what it is. So uh, one thing led to another, uh, I spoke to some players, I spoke to some coaches, uh, 
a few uh, podcasters and uh, um, ended up signing uh, two uh, senior players and that play in the league as well. That led to a uh, few the networking again. So I'm talking to um, a very nice uh, top scout uh, in, in the country there as well. So uh, it's uh, ongoing uh, relationships at the moment. Um, very interesting, uh, getting some names through, uh, just trying to get the facts right, trying to, uh, to get the paperwork right, make sure it's, it's good contacts, uh, to, uh, talking to some players, uh, making sure they are who they are and the people that represent them, if they got represent, uh, representatives, are legit because unfortunately this market is known for, uh, for a lot of things that um, uh, are not great. <laughs> People don't always say the truth. The paperwork is not always correct. So you have to filter um, what you see, what you hear uh, a lot. Mm -hmm. But I was ready for this and um, I'm on a very positive side. Uh, there's been some great collaborations, uh, great news, uh, got published on, uh, uh, in, um, on local portals as well. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, okay, 90% of that probably didn't work out. But to be honest, the 10% that did in a very short period of time is, is a massive result. Because in this job, nothing is working out anywhere near to 100%. Exactly. Uh, you're just waiting really for, for that 1% to give you a result. So um, I'm very happy with that. At the moment, uh, I'm very busy with the CE market uh, for the company that I work for. Uh, it really does take up uh, most of my time, uh, but I still try to invest into um, Project Ghana, as you called it. Uh, to be honest, I call it uh, the same way. And uh, it is a very interesting, very pro uh, promising um, uh, project that um, I will uh, not quit on. <laughs> so um, once we've done with Brexit, when, well, Brexit got nothing to do with this, with COVID, I want to say, uh, I'll definitely go there and um, uh, meet some people and uh, uh, see things for, uh, for myself. Oh, so uh, mentioning COVID, obviously you've entered the industry sort of during the COVID era, you know, as the has even COVID helped coming into the industry with sort of everything transferring into sort of digital remote formats or has, as you know, as with most of the world, COVID been a hindrance on, on doing business? It's, um, it's complicated things from one point of view. Uh, I've had player going for a trial and uh, uh, he got stuck at the airport to start with and uh, he's... Uh, uh, first training he's had to miss because of the tests, etc. And the last training he's, uh, he's missed because there was a, a threat of um, uh, a COVID situation at the team as well. So that was a really, unfortunately, um, a trial that uh, didn't go well for the player because of the COVID. But mm. I look at the positive uh, side of it and... Um, uh, Networking-wise, um, clubs are understanding, agents are understanding, and players are understanding uh, of the situation. So it became easier to reach out through phone calls, emails, uh, and other sort of platforms. It became the new norm. So because at the time, for example, I didn't have uh, a massive network. So that helped me personally, because that became a new normal. Mm -hmm. um, so I look at it as a, as a positive. Um, and 
Yeah, no, that's uh, that, that's COVID situation for me. But I really hope uh, uh, this will be over soon because there's nothing better than uh, than a handshake and uh, to go uh, for a dinner with with a sporting director you you want to sort of catch up with and have that personal relationships uh, developing uh, with the person. It's I think everyone's had enough of digital now. Okay, we've tried it, we've done it. It, uh, it opened up new opportunities for a lot of people, companies, etc. Mm -hmm. But nothing beats a personal uh, touch and the handshake. Really does, really does. Um, so, of course, the other big sort of block, big hurdle to jump over, especially in Britain over the last 12 months, has been Brexit. You know, what, what have been the big sort of roadblocks for you with regards to Brexit? Sure. No, it's um, it became massive inconvenience, obviously, for the players because of the new GB system and uh, the uh, point system that's in place now. I uh, wouldn't want to go too in depth on on that, uh, but uh, yes, it's uh, pretty much you have to play uh, for uh, one of the top fifty uh, countries in the world uh, national team. Um, Champions League, uh, Europa League, football is uh, beneficial. You'd have to play in like. To top five leagues uh, in Europe as well, mm -hmm. uh, then you'll have no problem in qualifying. Um, so that's a really long story short. It's a complicated point system. Um, so um, come back to your question, how it affect me as well. Um, uh, it didn't affect me much because I think, I've, well, as it, as it turned out, I've made a smart decision by concentrating um, on uh, Central and Eastern European uh, market. Mm -hmm. uh, rather than um, uh, English markets. So um, um, I don't have players in, in the UK myself at the moment. Uh, eventually, I do want to bring players in. So it will become um, uh, an issue I'll have to overcome uh, at some point. But at the moment, everything I do is in uh, Europe or Eastern Europe. Um, so yes, no, no problem for me, to be honest, <laughs> at the moment. Now, I mean, we're just going into transfers, the, the summer transfer window. Um, what have been the preparations? When did you start preparing for it? You know, how how far back do we need to go to get to the beginning of your summer transfer window 2021 preparation cycle? Sure, sure, sure. Well, uh, to be honest, uh, well, I've started uh, preparing uh, myself in... Uh, before the January transfer window, because you ask clubs uh, what their plans are uh, for the uh, for January or for the summer, because a lot of clubs they plan a year ahead. Uh, if they have well set up uh, clubs, uh, they keep monitoring their players that uh, they they want to sign for a year or two uh, or longer at the time. So uh, um, if you get a request from uh, before the January, you already sort of know what the club is looking for. Um, if not, uh, then uh, um, depending on uh, uh, your relationships with, with the uh, club, if, if it's really good relationships, you can ask straight away uh, if, if they got what they wanted in January or uh, are they still going to look for the same um, in the summer. Uh, otherwise, a uh, good couple of months before the summer transfer window, uh, you really do invest your time into uh, reaching out to people at the clubs, uh, uh, making contacts, doing the research, uh, uh, 
trying to get those requests, but the research, before you make contact with the club, the research is massive. You, you look at the team, the stats, the players, uh, the injuries, the philosophy, the strategy of the club, uh, who they like, uh, the age, the style of players they play. Um, you look at the history of transfers, who they sell, where they sell them, where they buy them from, uh, uh, what agents do they use. Uh, there's a massive preparation. And then obviously, if you talk to the club, it's good. So you can obviously make contact with a person, but uh, if you don't, then there, there's a whole story behind uh, um, uh, looking for the uh, right contact uh, mm -hmm. or right introduction um, to, to, let's say, a sporting director, uh, which uh, sometimes is successful, sometimes isn't, because um, uh, you asked earlier how friendly the agents are. Agents are very friendly, but no one's gonna give you their contacts. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's your, it's your bread and butter. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Well, I wish you the best of luck for this window. I hope, hope it's a, a productive time for you, George. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to this. There's uh, a lot going already, and uh, fingers crossed uh, something will um, come out of it. But I'm positive anyway. Uh, uh, the learning process is, uh, is amazing. The experience is amazing. Uh, networking is just uh, great. So whatever happens, I'm, I'm in a very happy place myself personally. Um, just happy to 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 be here uh, to do this job. Uh, very motivated. Uh, you know, they do say I love what you do, and you'll never have to go to to work uh, a day in your life. So this is uh, how it, how it feels. Even though it's 24 hours seven, uh, 24 seven job. It's a, you're under pressure, but I don't get tired as such. Yeah. Uh, it's just the amount of information, obviously, that you receive. Uh, uh, you really have to find a system how to um, how to work with it, how to filter it. Uh, but once uh, once you got used to it, it's great. You love it because every day you you get to know new people, and it's exciting. And never mind the fact that you can actually earn something. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, as a intermediaries, we don't talk about that side of it. <laughs> All right, then. Well, that's that's it for tonight, everyone. Uh, George, say thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. That's it for today, everyone. I'm Adam at Bucrafoot24. Uh, you can follow me as well across the social medias. But till next time, take care and stay safe. Goodbye for now.